Hey everyone, welcome to Redefining ABCD. Today's episode will be a larger than us episode, and in this segment we will talk about topics deemed controversial or stigmatized in the South Asian community. Our goal with this segment is to share many sides and voices to these topics. Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Larger Than Us. Today we have a fun topic. <laughs> Sneha and I are going to be talking about the different generations and generation gaps. We're going to kind of go over um, a little bit about the kind of a stereotypical image of a, a generation, kind of like the life dynamics and relationships, um, and kind of talk a little bit, dive into about a little bit about like how they interact with each other. Um, it sounds very vague right now. I promise you it'll be more detailed going into it. I was... I'm, I'll be honest here, I'm like struggling with this intro, <laughs> but you know, we'll talk about like, we'll mainly talk about Gen X, uh, Millennials, Gen Z, and we'll try to talk a little bit about Gen Alpha. Um, and for reference, Sneha and I are Gen Z and our parents are like Gen X and our older friends <laughs> are Millennials. So if that gives you the context of how, where our perspectives lie on this topic, I hope that helps. Um, and so, yeah. Let's just go straight to it so I don't continuously fumble the bag with this intro. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's start with the stereotypes. Um, I know Gen X, Millennials, Gen Z have each each of those categories have a, quite a strong stereotype. What do you what are those what have you heard so far? And how do you feel like um, each of those generation labels vary from each other in the way that they approach life? I feel like, okay, so I'll go I'll start with Gen Z because I feel like we're most familiar with that. Um, in my head, I, f- I feel like the stereotypes with Gen Z is uh, TikTok and social media. And uh, there's a lot of like uh, not uh, not knowing older technology, like uh, old school monitors and like, yeah. you know, old school gate, like CD Modems. players. Like, yeah, yeah. We're like behind, like we have to be explained what a Walkman is, you know, um, like that kind of stuff. Right. Um, at least, at least are so Gen Z. I also see as like two two different sort of categories, right? There's like us who are like, uh, two like ninety nineties born Gen Z, and then there's early two thousands born Gen Z. And I feel like because of the introduction of like phones and stuff, like I feel like there is like we do act differently in with that age gap. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, but yeah, with younger Gen Z, I feel like I, I associate it more with like, um, like hardcore social media phones at like ten years old. You know, like it's not a flip phone; it's like an actual iPhone. You just always like basically born and raised with a screen in their hands is what I imagine. Yeah, with the younger Gen Zers, um, and I and I also just like I, I guess the the stereotype that I feel like are part of the Gen Z has to the younger Gen Z is like, um, like we almost like feel bad for them. We're like, Oh, I don't know how you guys operate. Like, how do you, how do you live a world without social media? You basically just grew up with that and you always had technology. That's kind of like, at least personally me, I, and 
a lot of the friends that I have were always like concerned for the younger were like, Oh no, like they're not going to experience the same things that we did. <laughs> and it, I don't know. It's not really a stereotype, but more of an observation, I guess. Um, millennials. I don't know. What are millennials? What do you think? Is there, I guess with the millennials, I also associate with like, they're kind of like an awkward sort of group between boomers and Gen Zers. <laughs> they always like to like, yeah. they, they don't really know where they are. They don't understand the assignment. I it, feel like, you know, they're kind of in the middle. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like sophomore year in high school. Yeah. Like freshman year, you're like a young lady. Everybody knows you're like the newest kid on the block. Junior yep. year, you're like, you're sort of important because you're basically doing whatever you need to for your future. And senior year, you're like done. You're about to go to college. Sophomore year, you're like, what What am I? Like, what am I yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. What's my identity? Like, it's kind of like that. I put that analogy with millennials in my from my yeah. perspective. <laughs> yeah, course. like they're either trying really hard not to be a Gen Zer or trying really hard to be a Gen Zer. There's no in-between. They're really not into boomers, though, which is what I've gathered. For millennials there there's a lot of jokes <laughs> i think they're like trying to break that yeah they're trying to break the mindset that gen x and boomers have i feel like they're like the eldest child in that sense where like they're trying to kind of carve themselves out in comparison yeah. to like gen x is like yeah, those are the types of the types of stereotypes i get are like i walked 20 miles barefoot to get water like that's how hard i worked to get where i am you are yeah, you have yeah. it all easy is how i see gen x and boomers yep, um yep. but yeah i don't want to get it too ahead but yeah no 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 i 100 percent agree and and i feel like there's also like for um like there, there's almost like a i don't want to be like them and i think that comes from because mm -hmm. there's like a lot of like social changes that happened in society like a lot of things that weren't acceptable before became suddenly very acceptable around the like that transition happened when millennials were younger, right? In a lot of fronts, yeah, like uh, yeah. like the LGBT community were fighting for their rights and they were like solidifying mm -hmm. the rights. So they were like kind of codifying and not codifying, but like they were, there was like, so social norms were changing with that generation. And right. I feel like that, and I feel like because of that, there's a lot of hatred from millennials. They're like, they're they're so anxious to detach themselves from the boomers because they're like, mm, no, I don't want to be associated with those social sort of, I don't know, In, like, like traditional mindset. Yeah. yeah, like traditional mindset. They don't want to be, mm -hmm. you know, attached to that anymore because society has moved away from that for the most part. So I don't know. Yeah. What, are you, what, are you, what are your thoughts? Sorry, I'm just like rambling at this point. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 you're good. I agree with you. Um, Like, on the millennials point, like, I agree with you what you're saying. And I feel like they're, like, the first people within our span of our lifetimes that we can, like, say um, that, like, really got to start thinking about their identity and, like, kind of applying it to their life. It wasn't kind of, mm -hmm. like, a side thing. Um, It was, like, my life is going to be how I want it. They're, like, the first people to start thinking like that, I feel like. Um, and I definitely agree with you with Gen Z. There is, even though we're we're both Gen Z, I feel like we're on the older end of Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, and like there's yeah. like newer or baby version, like younger Gen Z people. And like like you said, I like 
they were more of like the technology like they started with technology at least we didn't start with technology at birth right we had the opportunity to play outside like like parents can't say like you know how we talk about like oh poor kids they're like on the phones all the time like we didn't we got to play outside we got to see life beyond technology a little bit more than on like younger gen z so i definitely think there's a little like difference um and I definitely think Gen Z is um, kind of like the second child to the millennials where like we have that shot to kind of like pave our own path a little bit more confidently. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really, the stereotypes for me are really, um, the Gen X is like, you got to work hard to get where you are. Millennials is like, you don't necessarily, you can work hard. You can also do things out of your comfort. Like you said, the social norms were redefined. And then Gen Z is kind of more embracing that, I feel like. Um, like, yeah, the, the representation in media that is not white has more prevalent in our generation than in previous generations. So we're able to kind of take that and run even more. And I'm sure yeah. Gen Alpha will be like zooming like, yeah. oh, by the yeah. time they're like oh, old enough God. to have their own minds. Like, oh my God. yeah, so I think in that way, I think that's the stereotype, that's like the buckets that I put in terms of mindset for each generation. And like, I think that really drives how they approach things in life. Like a really mm-hmm. great one would be like career planning. I know my parents, Gen X, for them, it was like safety and security. Like what is going to like make sure that like, what is going to help me make sure that I'm going to have food on the table? Like that type of mindset. I'm like, what do I really want to do with the rest of my life? Like no one really thinks about that um, yeah. in their generation where we are thinking about that. Like I want to major in something where I want to be excited to go to work every day. And it's not like work has to be done in order to be enjoyed, like life to be enjoyed. It's like the mindset yeah. I feel like they have. I don't really know much about millennials because I have millennial friends, but like I never really grew up. <laughs> around a persona with millennials or gen alphas i can't really speak to that but like that's where i kind of see that mindset being applied to like approaching problems i no i i agree um i feel like yeah millennials i have a couple of millennial friends and yeah besides like actually besides like the occasional comment of like oh you youngster you're so you're so young you'll get there we'll just move on um so how do you see yourself as a Gen Z? I definitely don't see myself as the young in one. <laughs> I feel like, uh, but I feel like sometimes I, I joke around and I'm like, I'm a boomer. <laughs> like I have, oh like, my God. when people talk in like slang, I like have no idea what people are talking about. I'm like, you need to speak in English, please, because I don't understand. I'm not with the times. I definitely think I'm an older Gen Zer, in the sense of like, I don't know. I feel like I had to be emotionally mature a lot earlier in my life. So that's why maybe that's the reason why I'm not really like a typical Gen Zer. Um, so I definitely see myself a little bit straying away from the stereotype. Um, but I def I think the way that we're aligned in the state with the stereotype is that I'm more bold in what I want to do with my life. I'm not just gonna like do what people tell me to do. If that make I don't know if I'm making yeah, any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. That, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to carve my own path. I'm going to think for myself and carve my own path. And I'm not afraid to have those conversations if they are different to, like, a previous generation or a different mindset in my family, whether it be, like, a Gen X mindset or, um, like, or even older. Like, when I have to talk to, like, relatives in India and things like that, I'm not afraid to voice my opinion. Um, and so in that way, I feel like I kind of align myself with the Gen Z stereotype. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely... 
a boomer when it comes to the slang and the TikTok and the social media, like getting it with the times, <laughs> like whatever. But yeah, how do you see yourself? I no, I was gonna say another another stereotype. The the I feel like we all talk in a certain way now, like Gen Zers. Like there's a lot of slang. There's a lot of like, like my sister was telling me about one that I didn't embarrassingly know until very recently like that's cap i was like what the hell what what are you talking what are we doing what is what's this? cap i didn't what? i didn't know i was like that it's that's cap that's cap but like if this is a common wait, thing wait, I have never it? It. like oh that's cool that's cap <laughs> oh I don't. I think I'm using that right. I probably sound like a boomer right now. I should know what that is. But see, that should tell you. That should tell you exactly where I land on the Gen Z millennial. I think I'm actually a boomer in my my brain is a boomer. Not my brain. Sorry. My brain. No, 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 no. My brain is not a boomer. Sorry. Let me go back. Let me backtrack. Let me. Back, let me hang on. Hang on. That was a mistake. My heart is a boomer. All right. My heart is a boomer. Let's put it that way. My heart is a boomer. My mouth is Gen Z and my brain is millennial. That's what it is. Because <laughs> I, I sound like a Gen Zer. I sound like a Gen Zer. <laughs> People are like, like very surprised when I say something like a millennial would, and they're like, "What? You can think like that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." They're also very surprised. Well, they're very surprised when I say I don't have a TikTok. I'm like, I've never had to. I never had Snapchat. Not really. And I never really had TikTok ever. So like that that's my that's Maybe. where I land on the Gen Z and Millennial. That's where I'm at. I don't know what that is. I feel like uh I love it. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Well, okay, I have a question. Because of that, do you find it easier to talk to people who are older than you or younger than you or the same age as you? Is there like a difference? their preference i mean if i think about it when i think about it majority of my like close friends are older than me like you <laughs> like everybody's older than me um and so i think i click better with like the older people i always just thought it was because i have in my mind i felt like i was older than i actually am <laughs> so maybe that's why for some when i like talk to someone younger than me i connect well with people who are super younger than me but weirdly mm -hmm. like in like a like let me give you advice like an older sister type of like age gap yeah um but if they're like one or two years younger than me like and we're like the same age let's say like same class or same grade i tend to have a little bit more obstacles <laughs> when trying to understand yeah. that person i don't want to generalize it but that's just the experiences that i've had like in college in high school if they're like a little bit younger to me um, and we we're like seeing each other at a friend to friend level. Like I had a little more difficulty <laughs> uh, in comparison yeah. to someone who's older than me. Because a lot of my friends I, are older. How about you? Yeah, I I agree. I, yeah, I never really thought about it. I guess like people, maybe it's just also, I haven't really interacted with people who are only like two years younger than me. And I'm also at a stage in life where I'm like, you know, people who are two or three years younger are people who are straight up still in college. And I think in my head, I'm like, past that. I'm like, I can't relate to you anymore. We're in a different part of our life. And we'll, and <laughs> we have been for a while. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I've experienced that more now because that, that we're in different points in our life. And 
like mm-hmm. their priorities are like much different than mine at this point, you know? And it, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not really generationally speaking, but maybe more like age gap, age difference. I don't know. And it could be priorities in life too. Cause like, if I think about it, like people, like people who are like in the same age as me that I gel well with, um, they're also, I feel like, more emotionally ma- mature than, like, for their age. Like, what you would think for that person of that age. Um, yeah. And so I intend up gelling well with them because we're kind of, I think we're more aligned in how we think. So maybe it's just that. Maybe it is just the priorities. Well, I mean, that does tie with generation because, like, depending on your age, your priorities change. So it's yeah. like, I don't know. But I think it's just, like, I think it is just a mindset, too. Yeah, no, it definitely is also a mindset because I mean, like I like like I said, like different things were happening, different things were being prioritized in society as a whole. So of course, like we're all gonna have different mindsets, different you know whatever. Like what like like you said, like when when our parents were getting into the work, the whatever, like into the career paths, whatever, it was all like I just want to I just need a job to have put food on the table and sustain my family and that's it like my job does not have to be anything more than it needs to be and honestly I kind of envy that mm-hmm. I'm gonna lie like I wish my brain was trained to do that because in reality like I think our I think I think people's mindsets generationally speaking changed a lot faster than the industries have so you know that's true so everyone in the industry like we grew up in a system in a school system in a work whatever whatever we grew up with like we need to find we need to find meaning in what we do like we were taught to find meaning we were Mm -hmm. trying to follow our passions like that kind of stuff and i don't think the jobs align with that because not every job requires that not every job is going to be like that you know inherently like there's a lot more jobs that people want to do than than jobs that they want to do so like there's not there there has to be people who do like the menial like sort of tasks and those jobs but now everyone wants something more out of that so who's going to do the menial tests that are necessary but you know i don't know it's just like an observation yeah i think that's valid it's it's fair like everything there's rules for everything because we need everything um Mm -hmm. i think it's also to put it in this perspective where i really agree with you in the sense of the industry hasn't really like caught up is early career like that mindset is oh you're young you don't know what you want and you need time Mm -hmm. to figure that out or you don't you're not necessarily ready to take on certain types of challenges so you're kind of put into a bucket when you're early career mid-career and senior in your career and like with us what knowing we want to do something valuable with our life so early on it kind of feels like we're stuck like yeah. For me personally, I feel like I'm stuck in a waiting game. Like I have to wait it, out, quote unquote, wait it out for like two or three years to make sh- in, in order to be then in a position where I'll enjoy myself because I'm providing value. 
back mm-hmm. in a role that I enjoy. And I'm like, like, you don't necessarily get to do that when you're early in your career. Like, so it's like, I that's where I also see like the industry, like not changing. It's like, it, we're learning at a, such a faster rate than what was anticipated or expected. So that yeah. like early career tag or bucket is a lot different now. Especially with the fact that, like, we got techno, we were introduced to technology early on in our lives because it was invented when we were kids, like the first right. email and like telephone and whatever. Um, so, like, we're we're able to learn faster just because we've always got the opportunity to learn faster. And like, in the industry, they're still stuck with like a you need your years of service, you need to have those stripes under your belt, yeah, in order right, to really right. be like that next level. Whereas where I feel like we're meeting that, so like. The expectation now, I feel like back in the day, like applying to college, it was very much about academics and what you're doing. Now it's not just academics. Like that's another thing. Like it's just, it's also, what are you like doing in like outside of school? What are you contributing to society? What are you volunteering? What are your leadership skills? We're already like expected, like that baseline of being a good student or a good person in society is so much higher for us because that expectation is there. Like, we're already set to such a high standard that, like, sometimes there are some individuals who are just so high-performing that, like, or, like, low-performing, or, like, they just don't fit that bucket anymore, like, yeah, that, yeah. that is kind of put out there for us for our quote-unquote career. Yeah, no, I agree. That, I absolutely agree. It's, it's difficult because, you know, the, the, the industry is not changing, and also there's the expectations are getting higher. So of course, you know, we have this mental health epidemic in this country because right. there's just so much pressure. You have to you have to you're trained to meet a very, very high expectation during like education. And then as soon as you're out, you're kinda lost because you're expected to do very little things for a very long time. And it's like it's hard to kind of readjust yourself and it it almost goes as far as like you forget what you learned in college right you forget mm-hmm. what you learned in school because so much time goes by that's what i think right now that would i guess personally speaking that would be my biggest fear is like cuz we're both in that stage of like we're just leaving college we've only been in the industry for right. whatever year and my i think my biggest worry would be it is or has been that I'm going to forget everything I learned, all of the things, all of the the things that we sped and quickly learned. And we like got to a certain point and specialize and all that stuff, all that stuff that I learned, I'm, I'm going to forget. And I think that's my biggest, like, I guess, stressor or worry, but it's very difficult to like communicate that with older generations because they just have not experienced that at all. And mm-hmm. it's not even that they haven't experienced it. Like it's very, there's just no they they might not even have the 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 words to like understand what we're trying to tell them i don't know i it's just it's been it's very interesting to have to like um come to terms with because i you know work is the one place where all these different generations are coalescing and like interacting with one another so i think it's a fair concern like what you said like it it is fair like we're 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 just out of our like finishing our like undergraduate we want to make sure our skills are sharp i i I don't think it's the fact that they don't understand 
like where we're coming from. I think it's just they had to have this realization later in life. Like yeah, how I okay, think about yeah. it is like because like we you think about it, you're only we're only like year one or year two out of college, and you're already thinking I need to keep my I need to keep myself like up to speed. I need to continue with that pace of like being a high performer, like successful, yeah. and like keeping up with the times, because you know like just a one year or two things can change drastically in any industry, not just like technology. Right. So you're right. aware of that. I think in older generations they were aware of that, but when they became aware of it, it was a lot longer in time periods. Like for us, yeah. we know every year or two, we just need to keep up our game. We need to stay competitive because all our life, the competition has just been so like, so competitive for them. I don't think it was as competitive as it is for us. And even Jet Alpha has it worse than us. Um, so I maybe the, when they're like, oh, shoot, I need to keep my skills fresh, like we'll be like four years, five years after college, not two years after college. So I think they yeah. had those realizations later in life. And so I think that's I think that's where it is. Cause I think that's where the gap is, really, because like um, that's where I guess have some disconnect with my parents. It's like the things that I'm worrying about now is not what they worried about when they were my age. They had different yeah. priorities in life. They had different, they had a different mindset. They were like, I just want to get married. Now it is, yeah. women can have careers in whatever. Like, I don't, the first, it's not, our first thought is not to get married, not to have kids, at least for you and I. Um, yeah. And so, like, there's like a, we have a different mindset at, at the age that they did. So it's really hard to connect with them because we're basically in uncharted territory for them. Like, they don't know how right, to talk right. to us. <laughs> well, it's not even. We can go through this. We probably freak them out a little bit because we're like, oh, we'll be fine. It'll work itself <laughs> yeah. out. We got time. It'll be okay. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, we do all this stuff and they're probably, like, stressing really hard because, like, you know, like, when they were, you know, that young or whatever, it was like a, I mean, I don't know. It was probably a little, there was probably a little bit more pressure to have to settle down and, like, uh, at a certain age or, or, or something. I think I already passed that age, which is really kind of terrifying but that's okay um yeah so <laughs> same I, right uh i don't know i i i agree um do you think so i feel like oftentimes a lot of these all of the generations usually like either tease each other kind of hate each other like why do you think that exists like that tension between the generations like why do we feel the need to make memes about boomers you know why, why do we feel the need to make fun of, like, younger Gen Zers? I don't, I don't understand. Like, what is the fascination between each of the generations? I think it's because it's such a different mindset. Like, I, like, if, like, you're so focused, like, not you, but, like, in general, like, we're also focused on the way that we think or the way we approach things. We don't really consider innately what other people could be thinking about about the same problem. So I think it's that more than like a ha you suck or like not like you suck, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. making fun of you. <laughs> like yeah, you yeah. know we go, oh you're such a boomer. Like that's just like it's jokingly. It's not like oh boomer suck, but like I think it's just like it's just a different mindset that we couldn't imagine thinking about because of the way that we think our ourselves. I think that's the main reason why there's this like, oh my gosh, because sometimes 
Gen Alpha. I'm like, wow, I, I wish I had that much confidence in life is how I feel sometimes. Like when I see some of them like in middle school or whatever, like, like young, they're like really young, right? So I'm like, I was yeah. not like this when I was that age. So it's like, Wait, holy well, crap. If you think about it, some of them like grew up, like basically grew up during COVID. So very weird. That is so true. That is weird. Pandemic yeah, babies Gen- are Gen Alpha. You're right. Yeah, pandemic babies are Gen Alpha. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw a video of one of them not knowing how to put on shoes because they were a pandemic baby, and just that in my head was like, whoa! Like they weren't just used to wearing shoes because they never went outside for their first oh three years God. of their life. So That's... I'm like, wow! Imagine at the age of three, learning what shoes are, like what they feel like, and how like <laughs> that boggles my mind for some reason. I don't know. It's just a stupid thing to think about, but it's like, whoa, that's weird. No, it, it's wild. Well, it also begs the question, like, okay, are the next generation, like, I'm actually very concerned about how society, like, how we interact with each other in the coming years, right? Because now these there's all this huge generation of kids who literally, and including us, I'm not going to, like, disclude us because we've been in it for, we have been in it for long enough to have this as well but like we just don't know how to talk to each other anymore that like the number of miscommunications that have like we just don't know how to talk to each other anymore and that's like in in a in a conventional way unless there's a phone in front of us or we're calling each other like it does physical interaction that's so true like the initiation stage at least like the initiating of physical interaction does that even exist anymore like everyone is just kind of all in their own little... I think there's different approaches. Yeah, okay. I think there's different approaches because, like, if you think about it, my, like, friends who are more millennial-like would more... They'd more likely call me if they want to talk to me about something. Or I have, I have a few friends who... It's, like, a long rant she'll have to do. You know, you and I, like, I would text it out. Like, but for her, she yeah. would voice message it. Like, she's, like, yeah. she's like voice message And she'll, like, voice message rather than, like, type it out. I think there's just different ways people, like, use technology. So I think that's the reason why, because, like, you're right. I think we just don't know how to, like, communicate with each other. And, like, I think the main thing is because we do it over a screen now and it's not physical. Yeah. Um, but, like, even just the way, I think I think maybe it's just the way technology is impacted. But, like, just the way of, like, first dates and, like, communicating, like, doing mixers, like, happy hours. They're so different. Like, yeah. uh, it's so hard to do. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I hopefully did not tangent topic her. No, 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 that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I 100% agree. And like, yeah, like more long distance relationships can happen. And like more, it's the world is your oyster. You can date someone in the other side of the world. And it's like, not that big of a deal. Like, just pretty wild. Um, Also, like thinking too, like, we always are um, like, the boomers and the gen xers have given us so much problems like we know climate change we know like all these really big problems that are being thrown at to us because we have to deal with it or they're not going to be alive to deal with it i wonder what we would be like what we would be passing down you know oh what garbage are we doing now that's repercussions yeah i don't know i mean yeah um 
Probably a lot. Or um, unaddressed garbage. Or unaddressed garbage that has snowballed to us that we're just like, let's just give it to the next person in the oh life. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, no. See, this is why uh, this stresses me out. No, but yeah, no. I don't know. That's pretty wild. I don't think uh, we're probably doing a lot of things that they will have fun. Probably just climate change, not going to lie. It's going to just keep getting worse i actually question whether we even it a very cynical take if we actually addressed it change yeah Yeah. i don't think i don't think i think we're saying we're addressing it but are we actually gonna address it can the industries keep up i don't know i don't know um that's a little depressing to think about though so we won't um okay let's let's move on to because we haven't really addressed gen x all that much um and gen x is our parents essentially right it's um it's i believe 1965 to 1979 so what are some positives and negatives do you think there are between the generation gap between us gen zers and our parents generation gen x um do you see eye to eye on stuff where do you deviate i think where we see eye to eye is like I mean, maybe it's just me. I can't really talk about general anyway, so I'll just talk about me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it the like the value of hard work is something where I see eye to eye with my parents and like with Gen X. Like you, sh- you have to work hard to get the results you want. You can't just idly sit by and expect results. Like I get that and I understand that. And I fully embody that as my individual self. Um, I think though, like the where is like we deviate is like. Um, being a little bit empathetic to different situations because sometimes um, I'll have conversations where they'll be like I had it worse at this age or I had it worse when I was Mm. like xyz and I'm like I get it you had worse and you were able to provide me a better like starting ground as who I am now but there are other challenges that you might not have faced that you should also credit like that are struggles too or like things to worry about because you didn't just because you didn't have to worry about it at that age doesn't mean it's not a problem, you know? Right. And I think that's where, like, right. the riff is. And so that's where I see it. Because, like, it's very much, like, my way is, like, the proven path. My way is, like, the hard-earned success. If you don't necessarily follow it, is it really hard-earned success? Or, like, if you necessarily don't do the same thing, not follow it. But, like, you don't, you're not, the X, like, steps one through three that they get to a certain thing, if you're not doing those same steps, it's, like, you got it easier. Right, right, right. Which, yeah, and and I think that also comes in, do you think, do you think that mindset is ever going to change? Like, do you think they'll ever evolve? Like, if we were to get older? If they were to get older, do you think their mindset would evolve and change out of that as they see what they've given us? (laughs) Oh, maybe. Honestly, I feel like people, when they get older, they get more reflective. I don't know if it's like getting closer to death. You're like, oh, I should probably start thinking about how I live my life. Because <laughs> I know yeah. there are some instances like that where I've had with like older, like in family members who are like who were really stubborn when we were younger, but like now that they're really old and like unfortunately have health issues and stuff, they're like more reflective with their life. Yeah, maybe. So maybe I don't know. It's maybe a cynical take, but like I, I think they so. might start understanding, or I think. I think the putting yourself in one's shoes will be more apparent because, like, when we start having kids, our parents are going to start being like, "I wish I had." I remember when I wished I had this when I was like 
having kids or has raising children and might give us impart us advice or impart us support in that way so maybe um but yeah i'm not too sure what do you think i mean i can i can see it being because like i mean i i think that's essentially what's happening with the boomers and the millennials right like i don't know i Mm -hmm. feel like the boomers are we make fun of them but i think there are a a fair amount of boomers that are also being reflective and like understanding of what they've given us you know or what they've given yeah, the millennials, yeah. which now they're giving to us. So, you know, I, I think I, I, I'm hopeful. I mean, you can't, not everyone's mind is going to change like that, but it is nice to know that like, it's hard you know, at some point. Yeah. yeah. At some point, those conversations will be had and those reflections will be made. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you think um, the relationship or the mindset that we have with older generation is going to be the same when we become that older generation probably i well not not in this well it's not in the same way but i feel like we're gonna look we're gonna look down at gen alpha the same way that millennials look down on us sometimes in that our experiences are just so different that there's not going to be that much we relate to except for like oh how do you not know that what do you mean you don't like let me let me teach you about the good old days. Like we're gonna get there for sure. <laughs> you know. You don't think we'll be more empathetic? I don't know. I'm like thinking about like, do you think we'll have a nicer approach, like in bridging the generation gap? We or... might, we might, because we might because yeah. um we are the after social media people, and I feel like um there's like a standard in society right now where you have to be like, um very uh particular about how you express and talk and use language like i feel like especially in terms of like uh teaching people like i don't know there's i feel like there's a level of emotional intelligence that is kind of spreading through social media and spreading through like uh just our generation like there's an expectation there's more moral like strict like like moral codes that people follow in terms on of, average yeah yeah like well and and i feel like people have the language to discuss their feelings now which i don't think the older generations had as much like there's like that's true yeah you know like we can we can have a very normal conversation with our friends about mental health issues for the most part i would like to think um and it's like not that crazy of a conversation like it's a very articulate like they're biased with very particular words and like names for what we're going through so i don't think see i i don't think the older generations had that um so maybe when we get older we will have that we'll be able to utilize the emotional intelligence that we did gain very quickly um and apply it to the younger generation it might happen i can be hopeful I hope so. I hope I don't yeah. just get kooky and crazy and weird, you know? I don't want to call that boomer in that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to be the cranky old lady, all right? I don't... I want to keep up with the times. I would like to. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of, like... Okay, in terms of, like, the actual, like... Like, do I... What are some positive and negatives for, like, the generation gap? Like, I don't know. I feel like with my parents like because of course they're the only like gen xers that i know really um like like really no but um yeah i don't i feel like we are kind of i i always found it 
I always found it that me and my parents were kind of like learning things at the same time. And I feel like that has something to do with the fact that they like immigrated to a, a society that was completely different with completely different rules and structures and all this stuff. Yeah. And I feel like in that way, we actually kind of like, we teach each other on a lot of things um, in terms of like social, whatever. So, and, and oftentimes I find myself teaching them about social norms in terms of American society and like stuff like that. Right. So I feel like, in that way, we do kind of see eye to eye, but where we deviate maybe is like, they they really are in the mindset of like, we just want to go to work, come back, and then have hobbies on the side. But it's interesting too, because like as, as I have talked to them more, I feel like they're also have slowly become like, where do I find purpose in my life? Like, where can I... What, what part of my career can provide pur- purpose and stuff like that? So, I don't know. I I honestly feel like I'm usually on the same page with Gen Xers somehow. And I think that part of that is... I don't know why. I, I just feel like I can explain I get what you mean. Like, more morally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. I think I think there are more positives than negatives for for me in that sense. I guess you bring up a good point. It's like that. It's the mindset of like work fuels the passion for them, mm-hmm. and for us, it's like work is the passion to some extent. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with you. But let's let's move to a different relationship um, in the sense of friend dynamics. I know you and I, we also talked about this earlier in the episode where we have different range of friends. Like we have older friends, younger friends. Um, so how do you see the friend dynamics changing if there is a generation gap or like based on the generation or like the gap in it, how do you see your friend dynamics? Well, okay. I feel like with Gen Xers and like older millennials, um, I could usually get along with them fine if they're willing to like kind of see my viewpoint too because I feel like Mm -hmm. there are some Gen Xers and boomers who are very dead set on their mindset and their 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 way of life and how they grew up I think they're struggling to recognize that the world has moved on it's it's different it's different now um and the like priorities are different um difficulties are different everything is going 10 times faster than you were when, when you were here doing the same things, like everything is different. And I think the people that are older that view things in that way and aren't willing to kind of see my, to accept the new problems that we have. I Mm -hmm. don't, I get along with more. I get along with more with people who are like that. Um, the, I think I do have, you get what? wait. You get along with. I get along who... more. I get along more with people who are um, who don't have that mindset, who can see my side of the story. Who are more forward thinking? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Who are more forward thinking and who are like who who are with the times? They're, they've evolved with the times, you yeah. know. Um, okay. But yeah. but I don't know. Like I I feel like but because my heart is more of a 
uh, millennial, I feel like most, uh, I do get along with older people a lot more, like in terms of conversations and like, again, that emotional intelligence and stuff like that. I'm like similar to you, like I can connect with, so I have friends who are like older, like millennials, and I think Mm -hmm. I gel well with them is because they're also more forward thinking in the sense of they understand that age is just a number in the sense of like mindset or like Mm -hmm. growth or like approaching different like life things. And so that's why we get along well, because they don't see me as like this youngin that like, isn't like doesn't know what she's talking about like they don't just like assume that because i'm like so young and i think that's why we get along so well and even like i have like like some of my like older friends too like are aunties like (laughs) i have friends that are aunties and i think i gel well with certain aunties is because they're willing to learn a different perspective forward or like they are more open-minded about talking about different things like mental health or like um, it, may, it might not necessarily be like for them directly. It could be like my kid is going through this and like things like that. Like this podcast has actually helped me make auntie friends. If I don't know if that sounds weird, but like they'd no, be like, yeah. my my like son or like, like my kid was going through this and like I didn't know how to really talk about it. Like, well, what are your thoughts? And then we just have a deep conversation. And I think that's like something that I value in a friendship is being able to have deep conversations. And so I think that's why I generally like my heart, like you said, gravitates more to like, the older. <laughs> generations just because I've had more of those types of conversations with people who are older than me um yeah so that's why I kind of align myself in that way I'm a quote-unquote old soul in that way um but yeah I think with my younger that's something that I feel like I need to work on I've always been like insecure about with like my friends who are my age or younger they're more carefree they don't really like Mm. think too much about like certain things and for me I'm just like I can't go like through life just like that I don't know it's just like really hard for me to connect with them and they're having just like a they're like just super chill about certain things like some of my friends that are like my age that are like I'll worry about my career I'll worry about what I want to do with my life like five years from now or I'll worry about saving up money two years from now it's okay if I'm still in debt and I'm like for me I'm like I am like I need to have like a plan I need to like think through things I need to like think about them and for them they're like I don't care if I'm still like broke I'll be broke for the next like for me I'm like I don't want to be broke anymore I want to be like making money and being able to use it leisurely in like x years and I want to start investing so I can have money to spend before yeah, I retire yeah, yeah. like I have like I, like that's where my mindset's at so, like for me I'm like I can't really like gel all people who are like let's just go with whatever you're like not really let's think about the now let's not think about the future like type yeah, of mindset yeah. And so it's really hard for me. That's why I'm like kind of insecure. I'm like, am I too uptight? <laughs> like, that's no. what I think about. I don't know. Have you ever I, had that? I, I, I feel like, okay, I don't, I feel like I, de- it depends on personality, right? Regardless of gender, it depends on personality. If there are a lot of personalities right. in every generation that is very good at like kind of putting themselves in someone else's shoes and like listening for a little bit. Um, so, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think the where the friend dynamics change really is when they're, like you said, they're younger or they're older and they follow the stereotypes of their generation, like to a T. Yeah. Sometimes I can't really, like, there's not really much we can talk about and relate to because we just have different mindsets. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I personally get along more with, like, a little bit older mindsets, like, people who are again like us who are like kind of what is it the old soul or whatever planners yeah Yeah. not not even planners because hell I don't plan any I wish I wish I could plan but I 
I don't know. Everything's up in the air, but that's okay. Um, but, but it's like, I don't know. I'm more willing to discuss between the generations, but younger people don't seem to want to talk to us all that much. So I don't really, I get along more with older I people, get you know, like younger people. I feel like they kind of just like make fun of everyone and they have their own little like social, like how they talk to each other and they have their lingo and stuff. And I just don't. Okay. I think you're it. wording it better than me. Cause yeah. Yeah. Right. That's how I like, feel. I, maybe I'm not just wording it right. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they just like, they just sound so different to us, I feel like. Like younger Gen Zers and, and all yeah. I guess I guess for our final question, we should probably um we should probably revisit that one like I was thinking we could revisit what we were talking about before mm-hmm. of like the problems and things that we would pass down to Gen Alpha from our generation and kind of think forwardly, because I know we like to do that for all of our episodes. Um yeah. so I think I guess if we had to re-ask that question, like we ponder a little bit now, like the things that we were passed down or things that, what would we be passed down? What would we be passing down to Gen Alpha? And what do you think would that foreseeable future is? Climate change, for sure. We're giving to them, basically. There's just a lot of like social issues I feel like we're giving them. We're giving them a lot of mental health issues, probably, because everyone is forced to be aware of their be aware of everything that they're going through all the time and there's like more words Mm -hmm. for it and the mental health discussion is so much bigger so i feel like we're definitely giving them more mental health issues at least anxiety there's more anxiety more more depression more because the pressure cooker again is going so um there everything there's more requirements there's more um things that they have to accomplish and there's like a perfectionist sort of attitude and they're good. There's going to be definitely mental health issues, definitely climate change. Um, and maybe, maybe there are, there are some positives as well. I'm, I'm sure of like, um, I don't know. I can't think of any positives actually. I'm a very cynical human. You should, you should, you should come up. You will probably have better positives than I do. <laughs> that's all I, that's all I got. Uh, I don't I, know. I, I don't know if I have better ones, but I okay. think I agree with you. Um, the perfectionist, like like the aspect of the concerns, like I agree with you. The per- perfectionist is something we've had. Definitely climate change. I don't see that going anywhere. I feel like it's a facade right now and the people are actually working mm-hmm. on it, <laughs> but we're not really working on it. Um, yeah, uh, I think, I think there's a lot of things that our older generation is undoing now still to this day that like, is going to be passed on to Gen Alpha. You're going to have to figure it out because most probably we won't be able to in our generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like it keeps getting like like Planned Parenthood, like turning over Roe v. Wade was not done by Gen. What are we, Gen Z? <laughs> Gen yeah, Z. Yeah, but it- but like people who are like older than us are overturning it now in our lifetime. It's impacting us now. So I definitely see like by the time we try to figure out how to like reverse it and whatnot gen alpha is gonna have to deal with that type of shit because baby boomers and all of them are still fucking things up for our society yeah 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 (laughs) we're still snowballing the repercussions of our previous generations it's fine i guess in a good way though the stigmas and challenges that our older generation has to had like 
kind of brushed aside is no longer a problem, I feel like, personally. Mm-hmm. Like, going back to what types of things are, like, talkable in society or, like, conversal or conversational with other people. Like, the fact that, like, just go get therapy is, like, a slang, mm-hmm. like, in our, like, generation. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, that opens a lot of doors of conversations that um, necessarily weren't an option older. And I think the opportunity for representation of our communities is better, at least within America. I can't really speak to anywhere else, obviously. Um, I think it's getting better in our generation, and it's going to get even better in our future generations because people are not going to be okay with things being not inclusive or diverse. So I think that's going to get for the better um, outside of the problems. Like, I know the problems are yeah, still yeah, going to yeah. be there. <laughs> They're always going to be there. But in thinking in a positive light, I think that's that's what they won't have to worry about in that sense, I feel like. Or it'll be easier to address. Like, even workplace mm-hmm. scenarios. Like, I was talking to a mentor of mine who was co-oping, like, she like she is like graduated UC like ten years ago, and she was saying in her co-ops, she faced like severe sexism. Where like mm. she was, she's a chemical engineering major. Where she basically worked in like a like a plant environment, and she would have to wear skirts and blouses to work because that was like the dress code for women mm. um, back in the day. And she had instances where like her manager asked her to like go up a high ladder, pick something up, and he would sit under her and look up her skirt purposely and like so those types of things that's an hr violation now i don't think that would be allowed i feel like those types of severe drastic instances i hope to god it doesn't occur as much now because people are more aware (laughs) of how to handle themselves in the workplace and they're emotionally aware self-aware um and so i think those are the types of things that at least in the future looking forward we won't have to worry about that in the workplace like yeah. Even if there's going to be a generation gap. Like, it won't be drastic and severely scary, like, instances like that, being a minority yeah. in the workplace. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, definitely. Like, I think there, yeah, a lot of the taboos that existed in the previous generation is going to, is basically uplifted, not uplifted, but it's less of taboos now, you know? People are more willing more to normalized. talk about it. Yeah, more normalized, more, I mean, yeah, like, sexual aggressions in the workplace, there's more... Maybe there's more opportunity to red flag it, you know? So that's... There's in not that way, fear of speaking out, yeah. Yeah, there's less... Well, there's still a fear to speak out, but there's less of it. There's more outlets in which you're able to speak out. Like, I feel like that in itself yeah. didn't exist before. There's a lot more places where you can. You might not necessarily feel comfortable, but you can. So I, I think in that way, that's definitely great. Even the discussion around like LGBTQ relationships, like the spectrum of LGBTQ, all this stuff, um, a lot of like mental health issues that are like disabilities, like learning disabilities, like um, disabilities yeah. that of the mind, I feel like are being analyzed during analyzed and scrutinized during our generation. So in that way, they'll be more aware in the next generation. Um, hopefully does that awareness have is I feel like that awareness is a double-edged sword because I think sometimes thinking too much can lead to doing nothing <laughs> so I think that that's it's a double-edged true. sword <laughs> right right like I think there's definitely like a positive and a negative to that and which is why I mentioned mental health issues before like we're like almost get we're like helping them understand their mental health issues and almost giving them anxiety as well in that process you know like 
Because, like, (laughs) again, because of that whole, like, we're all, like, go to therapy. Everyone go to therapy. Figure it out. Talk to a professional. All this stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, there is a, I think there's a um, kind of a negative side to knowing too much sometimes. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. That's so true. That's so true. As we become more aware, there's more pressure to figure mm-hmm. it out. I feel like, like I, I can tell, like, I for at least for us, we have so we, I, I have so much pressure of trying to make sure I figure it all out. <laughs> like yeah. I have, like I can manage everything. So I can imagine, like if you're the more aware you are, the younger you are, how much? Because I, yeah, I'm sure they're also like stressed. Like there's so much going on in the world. There's so mm-hmm. much going wrong it's our job to fix it ultimately i'm sure that like that awareness of it is very like high in pressure yeah and and that pressure happens so early because everyone like you can get information on the internet so quickly right like they are aware so easily. they're yeah. they're just as aware of the world's problems as like we are and as gen alpha they shouldn't have to think about that until they're much older but they are because of social right. media and and the internet, just the internet, Google, you could search up anything and know everything. And it, yeah, and I think that awareness is something that we're definitely giving them. And uh, yeah, we'll, I guess we'll see how they deal with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's so ominous. <laughs> like, Sorry. Um, da, da, da. But yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, that's that's more yeah, happy. That like, dun dun dun. Um, yeah. <laughs> on that note, on that note, this has been fun talking to you, Kirthi, about generations and different different generations. I really do wish Gen Alpha the best. Please, I'm so sorry for the things that we're giving you. Um, but, <laughs> anyways, yeah. <laughs> Godspeed. Um, and uh, yeah, so I this has been great. Thank you to our listeners for you know, sticking with us until the end. And uh, yeah, we'll just sign off here. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to this episode. We're glad that you got to stick to the end. If you have any thoughts or want to share anything with us about our platform, follow us on Instagram at redefining ABCD to give us your thoughts on the episode and stay updated on our platform. And with this, we hope you all stay safe and happy and we will see you all in the next one.